One down, six to go, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Football Ramble. England get a win, and the Dutch did too. It's Monday, 14th of June. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. I was taking the bass part of that. Good. I appreciate that. I was taking the lead singer part. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, we're up and running, Jim. We are. Hey, take that. <laughs> take that, Sterling 57. Mm-hmm. Name that. your favourite boy band as well. Oh, oh, let loose. <laughs> Which England also did in a way. Yes. yes. Well, the, the, the shackles came off slightly. <laughs> yeah. Once they got some reinforcements. Oh, I tell you, what, England, their first ever win in an opening game at the Euros. Yeah. When, someone, when, when somebody said that stat, I was rifling through my memories. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you sure about Have that, Modric. Yeah. Yeah. Last time he was powered by Badil and Skinner. Yeah. It only goes so far, doesn't it, though? Lucas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was he, he's been quite big on that this week. And he's mm. like, the, you know, if, you know, they were a bit affronted by English arrogance. There was a, 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 a lot, believe a lot, me, you're not the first. Yeah, one. no. <laughs> there was a lot written about how they actually know that Three Lions was kind of a little bit ironic last time, but they used yeah. that anyway. And yeah. I am just absolutely delighted to have put Croatia away. They, we have yeah. suffered at the feet of Modric many, many times. And you know what, Luca? You, you've been saying we've, we're a bit arrogant. If that game had taken place later in the day, we'd have done you two or three. <laughs> <laughs> Your name is Luca. <laughs> you live in the bottom placing. Loser Modric. Back in your box. Back in your box. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Who needs Hendo? Yeah, you forget. You, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You forget, though, we did beat them in the way for Nations League. Yes, yes, we did. Yeah. Okay, the I wasn't one. forgetting that. We won when it mattered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it does feel good. It does it feel does. good. Especially because they knocked us out of Euro 2008 before it had even started. <laughs> one of the youngest teams of the tournament. Yes, we will have that three points. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we'll pinch that and, and we'll take it all the way to the bank. Oh, my goodness, gentlemen. It was nice. To, I, do you know what? I, with. It's, it was a bit strange with the lack of fans. Don't get me wrong; I am very much enjoying this tournament. I'm sure we all have. You more than ever. I think mm. in the in the Premier League, we just got into that routine. Yeah. It was a re- regrettable routine, of course. And then when the fans sort of started coming back, and it was like, oh my goodness, it's just so nice to to have uh, people there in the FA Cup mm. final and and whatnot was 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 good to see. Mm. Which actually, this tournament, I I have felt that that like, even with say. 16,000 or whatever, how many fans has been there, like they've been missed. Yeah. And it, re- it really is quite... Th- they sound loud for the amount of people they are, but it's obviously yeah. still nowhere near a full stadium. But, you know, what are you going to do? Is that matched with the nature of the tournament, with it being played all around the place? Mm. They, they do, one or two of the games I felt like it's like a sort of a glorified qualifier in a sense. Yeah. If it's, you're qualifying for the next round. I don't mean to sort of put a dampener on it. Or as I say, I've very much enjoyed it and it's, it's been been in great so far and it will continue to be, I'm sure. But, um, but it was weird seeing England playing in a sort of a sparsely filled stadium for a game like this when you think the tournament comes around and you're expecting, you know. But yeah. there we are, gentlemen. Yeah. I mean, 
there are games where you, 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 you look at it and you're, like, you're not immediately sure where it is. I think it should say just on the screen where, where, the, <laughs> where, the, where the stadium is. I, yeah. I like the Eurovision feel. Yeah, I do too. Everywhere, but, I love, but there are flaws to it. I liked when uh, the goal was scored and Brassel pointed out on WhatsApp, there was a couple of uh, uh, supporters that sort of jumped on the kind of cordoned off area that was like, you know when they put like vinyl on top of the chairs yeah. uh, to block those bits out? It's yeah. kind of just ended up in like a, a sea of blue vinyl. Going, yeah. I don't know where I am now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought he would have had a lovely afternoon. <laughs> oh, everyone looked very sun. I don't know what it is about England crowds, but every time uh, the, the the camera uh, mm. you know goes to the England crowd, I, I, I just think they're all they don't Rather look drunk. good. Yeah. <laughs> they don't look good. Yeah, I, I don't, don't want to hang out with any of you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the stewards should you? have big tanks of sunblock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just going, yeah. going around insisting. Yeah. I think England fans like basting. I think, I think England <laughs> it seemed fans... particularly white, particularly male this time round. I don't know mm. what it is. It was oh. just very. The crowd was just one man in the same CNA um, jots. It was just. It was just constant. <laughs> that our very own Kate Mason was there. That is true. Yeah, and yeah. and you know, Kate, uh, you know, come on, Ericsson, no doubt. But Kate had obviously an, a, a very emotional weekend, and she, and she um, was right next to the mm. um, supporter that plunged off um, one of the tears. Yeah, uh, I hope I hope he. Uh, he recovers fully, but it just sounded. Like he, she yeah. said it was very strange, um, kind of watching England play mm. and obviously what happened in the match um, next to this guy who was getting mm. um, some medical attention. So yeah, it was um, very early on as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, our wishes go to him. Absolutely mm. right. Uh, uh, awful stuff. Um, but yes, uh, with regards to the football, but I mean, it was. <sighs> The, the, the team selection raised a few eyebrows. Yeah, Gary Neville, not unreasonably as well. No, no, not unreasonably. Yeah, but Gary Neville said, "I don't think one person in the 65 million population would pick that team today." But obviously, one of the 65 million did. Also, he's made an e- another error there because he's put the population of the whole of the United Kingdom, not yeah. England, mm. there, mm. which is Gary. a bit of an oversight. We don't expect that from Gary Neville. <laughs> it is an early error from Neville in the tournament. We'll see how he gets on. He's for the playing rest away. Of he's not usually on the is it ITV or the ITV couch. Just, yeah, uh, he's not usually there he's in not that London. There. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's probably it. No, actually, that's not true because Sky Sports Studios are. Yeah, but fair. but but uh, what was quite nice though is that Jesse Lingard was pictured in a pub uh, with a Declan Rice shirt on and a parrot. Yeah, absolutely. I think that sh- I, I love that. I know. think that shows I think the measure of lovely. the man. Yeah, I think it's yeah. lovely because he could be really. And of course, he would have been disappointed yeah. not to be in the squad. But no, get behind the boys. Adam Lallana was apparently in the stadium. Oh, right. oh, not, that, not that he was close to selection, but still. No. I love that, though. Rooney was there with his family, wasn't he? Yeah. Guazza. Guazza. They're all there. <laughs> Get Kate Mason, as we've already touched Absolutely, on. Absolutely, yeah. All, <laughs> all of the royalty. All, all of England's finest <laughs> were, were there. Uh, Galvin Phillips uh, raised... Um, Galvin Phillips. Galvin. Galvinizing Galvin Phillips. <laughs> well, on Twitter, people <laughs> were a little bit upset, funnily enough. I'll just leave that there. Um, but no, people were sort of a bit disappointed that he was playing that sort of defensive shield a bit. Yeah. Um, again, they f- they forget that, you know, with, with Brozovic, Modric and Kovacic, it's, it is it's quite a, a handy midfield. Mm. Also, a very hot day. Yeah. And I know people say, oh, but it's the same condition for both teams, blah, blah, blah. It's still a very hot... I mean, at half-time, I actually was in London watching the game. I just sort of thought, how hot is it? Because I was in, in inside. Mm. I'd go outside and just stood in the sun for five minutes, pouring with sweat. And I just like, the last thing I want to do is yeah. move, let alone run around. <laughs> yeah, and you, you, that was reflected in the rhythms of the game, It was. It? it absolutely was. Mm. So, so you have that. And I don't think England would play again at two o'clock uh, for the rest of the, of the tour. I don't think anybody will after this first round of mm. games. I think they then move to sort of five. Five and eight. Mm. Five and eight, I believe uh, so. Um, so, 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 so you you have all this sort of stuff. Uh, Trippier at left back um, was was uh, uh, questionable uh, as well. What did you make of the selection, Jim? Were you disappointed? 
I was uh, disappointed might be kind of understating it a little bit much. Yeah, I, I think underwhelmed is is a bit more like it. I think obviously he's justified it with his selection. Um, I was a little bit worried about Sterling's form. He obviously, um, they. I, I think it's important to remember that they don't necessarily read the press. They know they know better than all of us do, as, mm-hmm. however much we might might think we know it. But I think the more and more you meet people in football, you understand that it's, it is a bubble that is completely unaffected by mm-hmm. by what what the kind of like fan sphere thinks about it. Mm. And obviously Raheem Sterling is, is an incredible player that has won the Premier League three times, plays for the champions. Yeah, he's had a bit of a bit of a, you know, um underwhelming run at, at club level, but he's he's an exceptional player and, and Gareth Southgate knows him and trusts him. So interesting comments when he said there are various reasons for that mm. at Manchester City. And he thought, oh that's yeah, no, I, 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 that stood out to me as well. But yeah. I mean, that, that might just be something that accidentally sounds a bit juicy when it's not. But I was surprised to not have a natural left left footer there. But um, he tried Trippier at left back against Austria, uh-huh. and it and it worked fairly well. So it might be the case that he tried a system, it worked. He well, knows it. it he trusts it. Was, it. He, it was, he it was, to go it was with a message that said. We don't want. We don't need um, uh, anybody overlapping. That, that's not the system we're playing at the moment. And mm. Trippier is never going to give you that at, the, at his age. I no. think as well. I I suspect he'll rotate quite a lot in the groups in particular because mm-hmm. obviously the five subs is a really interesting thing for every manager. Mm. And I, I wonder if Trippier starting at left back in this game might not necessarily mean he'll start that in every game. I mm-hmm. did find it strange that Chilwell and and Sancho were both mm-hmm. left out of the squad and there were two goalkeepers despite. Um, well, you don't the, know because apparently Sancho was, had a little bit of an illness or something. Yeah, I remember he- hearing rumor of that a little while ago. But maybe, maybe both of them have something that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's keeping them out that we don't know about. And it, you know, <clears throat> Gareth Southgate doesn't have to tell everyone. Oh, he's got a little bit of a knock to the ankle because then it might become a stupid story. And yeah. there's mm-hmm. always there's always oh, something. And, and they are human beings. There's personal uh, how you're feeling personally, whatever it is. I'm not suggesting I, we don't know anything. There's there's a myriad of reasons you have to make a decision somewhere. You would hope that the two of them would be included. At least in on the bench uh, uh, going forward in the tournament, mm. um, it was uh, yes. I mean, tr- I, I suggested on Twitter that perhaps he's chosen Trippier because Trippier's probably defensively England's best fullback, and maybe he's put him in there next to Mings because he quite likes Mings. He's a left-footed centre half. Mm. I know we've we, a few of us have said before mm, Mings is. There's a little bit of a rick in there, although he looked pretty assured. Didn't have that much to do, but what he did do was 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 good. And so I suggested that maybe Trippy is in there to kind of add a little bit more defensive. He got a mixed response, I'll be honest. <laughs> and I understand that 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 with a right-footed uh, left back, you, you're going to have that, and vice versa. Although the Italian uh, um, uh, played on the left with the right-footed Italian, you know, he had a good game. So he, you know, it's not always the the, the, mm. the case. Um, but I I think you're right, Jim. Is I, that what you wished you said at the time? Yes, <laughs> work for Italy. It can work for us, you knobs. <laughs> to be honest with you, yeah, that's probably what I should have but, said. But it, it's about tournament experience, and you know, being in the England set for quite a while. Look at um, that ninety-year-old uh, Cavadiol, who who obviously. Uh, cleared um, Kane's uh, almost certain goal uh, at the death uh, which is amazing but I think he was pulled out he's pulled out all over the place and that, mm-hmm. and that for me was just he'd only broken through into the team quite recently mm-hmm. um, he, he doesn't have the experience of, of big tournaments and, and, and that was the difference between the two sides frequently I think mm-hmm. I think have we all got ourselves into this idea that at some point England are going to play with a back five when that actually might not be the case yeah I think I think people have suggested that if they come against better opposition 
then that may well happen. I don't know. I think I think the I would have thought Croatia would have fallen into that category personally. So mm. I wonder if I, that's yeah, just but a I, bit of a. I think a, they were a poor side yesterday. Yeah, yeah I they think were really bad. bad. <laughs> but I think I don't think Croatia are as as good as as they were three years ago. Oh, of course not. But that's they're still the, the toughest team in the group. I think that, again the first game actually your number one priority is don't lose the game mm. and people say that's oh, mm. very negative. England, let's not get carried away. You know, England's midfield has been. They've never won at this point in position in the in the tournament. They've never done that. They're playing against a side they're very wary of, and it's kind of like they didn't get, get the they, job done. They, and they didn't they did. get anything in the, in the first twenty minutes where they just came out. The well, Foden hit the post. And, yeah, yeah, but they did, they they didn't get anything. And, and oh, I, I think see, yeah. I think if they I think lesser England teams would have lost their heads a little bit after that position but they came back in in ridiculous heat I, 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 there was a lot of positives to take from that match well, and, and Calvin Phillips was one of them oh, oh God. mate yeah, man of the match yeah. absolutely brilliant I mean his, his, his assist for the goal was delightful but his the engine he... his engine in the, uh, that heat yeah. was insane <laughs> but it was great but I forget <laughs> who it was it might have been Jonathan Liu said uh, in his piece that what was was, was nice about Calvin Phillips is um, that he really likes playing in tight spaces. In fact, he almost seems to relish it. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, like winning the, the little itsy bitsy stuff, winning the ball, giving mm. it quickly yeah. and so on. Because most midfielders um, like a bit of time and space. Understandably, that mm. is that's what football's about. Trying mm. to find mm. the space. Whereas Calvin Phillips, like, no, where's the where's the fight? <laughs> yeah. Where's the, where's the narrow bits? Where that's where I want to be. That's where I want to be. Net. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and of course, when, when the time came, when he sort of strode into the space and, and laid it on for. For Sterling, about bloody time, according to Raheem Sterling. Did you see that? He said, yeah. uh, uh, where, where, Where's the quote here? When we finished celebrating, Raheem said, It's the first time I've found him with a pass since I've been coming to England. <laughs> Cheeky. All right, cheers, mate. No, but the fact, the fact that he feels comfortable yeah, 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 saying yeah, yeah, that yeah. to the press shows you kind of how tight knit this squad has become. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's well, Phillips himself said, "I love, I love playing with Declan. It's an honour playing with Declan. It's great, isn't it? Even yeah. Jesse Lingard feels like he can just sit in the sit in the pub in a Declan Rice shirt with a parrot on his shoulder, smiling away. Yeah, it's just great. It's <laughs> yeah, just, it's, I'm enjoying it so much. Raheem Sterling was asked after the game, "Does this justify your selection?" Oh, yeah, and uh, he he asked the question back to himself, didn't he? With with real disdain. Yeah. And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, it's again, I, I, it's a great story though, considering he was, you know, he 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 was. Brought up 523 yards from the spot where he scored the goal. That is fantastic, <laughs> isn't it? I love that we know that. Yeah, why is that so thing? specific? But then brought up around the like it's too vague on one end of that particular yeah. equation. For yeah, me. I'd yeah. like to question is, is, that, to I want, his, is that to his bed exactly? Like, that's what I want. I right. would like to question his tattoo because he's got a tattoo of of, of little Raheem mm. standing in front of when we're staying with the Wembley Arch, and I thought, right. would it have been the Twin Towers? Oh, he was maybe I'm it not was sure. actually. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. not sure. Or maybe, to be honest with you, perhaps more accurately, it would have been a demolished stadium. <laughs> so he had to make the choice, and I think. And, and also, Mark, like, Marcus, who's more likely to know? <laughs> well, I mean, he didn't Have know you whether he, your tattoo. Yeah, exactly. That's the question. He didn't know whether he had justified <laughs> yeah, his selection yeah. or not by scoring the only goal of the talking game. Of, talking about punditry, uh, Jack Wilshire on Five Live was the most dour interviewee I have ever heard yeah. at one point the only interesting thing that happened during his little little chat was that his dog was barking in the background and then it goes on to Tyrone Mings talking about how he mm. performed that, that day um, and I think generationally I'm loving the fact that these, these, these I know Tyrone Mings what are you, mm-hmm. 20, 26, 27 um, possibly older I like, I, I like that generationally we now have footballers who feel confident 
talking to people about football matches. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Jack was just such a fucking dour joke. Was he behind man. the bins? Was he hiding behind the bins? <laughs> yeah, having yeah. a tab. I don't know. It sounded yeah, a just... bit like that, didn't it? Jack, uh, you can come out. Come yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, Giving right. nothing. Yeah, just, just quickly on Sterling as well. Uh, one of the things I, th- I think is really um, interesting with him is that one of the things about this England team in general that I really love mm. is that they don't have the baggage mm-hmm. that a lot of previous England teams have had because yep. they've come off the back of a, of a, of a successful World Cup and mm. there's a lot of positivity around them. It feels like there are so many people that are determined yeah. to throw baggage at Raheem Sterling and mm. it's not working and it's brilliant. Yeah, and mm. yeah. Well, when, the, when, the, when it was said, um, oh, you haven't scored in sort of three major tournaments and all this kind of stuff. Now, Southgate himself did say, you know, he sort of broke his duct mm. or whatever. But I was a bit like, is he? Oh, yeah. I, d- I just didn't really think it's not, yeah. along those lines. And I think that's what you're saying there, Jim, is that's what it's, it feels like a clean slate after Russia, which is important. I think, I think the. Because Sterling and a number of the players played against Iceland. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. see Sterling playing, um, his finishing isn't always mm-hmm. great. Yeah. He's not the and, most clinical. And, yeah. and, you know, we talk about like kind of um, Pep Guardiola and uh, Aguero, and you saw what, what characterizes Manchester City's um, uh, matches in the past few seasons. It's not been Aguero finishing. It has been Sterling at the back post, just running in and and, and tapping in and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, if you can bring his slightly better finishing into the England cell, yeah. I think you know, he's still mm. bloody. Well, and also, as we said, Kane operates well when he has someone running on mm. ahead of him. And people say, "Oh no, no, no but we want Harry. Kane. Well, you want Harry Kane to play like Dominic Calvert Lewin?" Yeah. I mean, okay, that that is his tactic. That's mm. that's a fair opinion. But you have Harry Kane, who uh, an incredible amount of goals and assists. He is brilliant at that. Why not utilise that? Yeah. And actually, therefore, I wasn't surprised Sterling started. And I wouldn't be surprised if if he doesn't play, then Rashford plays. Having mm. that runner ahead. And then you have on the left side or the right side, depending on which, you have probably Foden. And if not Foden, then Grealish can come mm. in. And I understand people still chanting for Grealish and all this kind of yeah. stuff. He is a very exciting player. But this is... I would have put him on for Kane yesterday, to be honest. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, very little they chin. didn't need Grealish, and I think... But it wasn't his game. That. But yeah, it wasn't it's... his game, and I think England fans can sometimes say, oh, well, we want to win with this swashbuckling style. And you think, well, whenever have England done that? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. understand. They act as if every tournament in the last 20 years has been... We've been like Brazil 1970. No, but isn't, isn't it more the idea that we see we have the personnel to perhaps play like that? Okay, so, so see I, what it's like. Well, I get the fact that people want to enjoy it, and they think, I don't want this, uh, d- 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 flat performances... We saw this with old, you know, my man's Fennis um, when he was in charge. England, you know, I remember the opening game against, I think it was Paraguay in, um, was it 06 World Cup? Uh, and Let's it, not think about it, that. But England win 1-0 and it's a, it's a drab affair and you yeah. think, don't worry, we've won 1-0 and you kind of talk it up yeah. and it's okay, it's a good start. And then the next game's drab and it's drab and it's drab and then we go out on penalties yeah. or something and you go, well, I didn't enjoy that for a moment. And I yeah. think people that maybe understandably worried about that and you think no but let's just you know have a go off the lead and so on however Neville himself said actually our greatest asset is Southgate perhaps you can you can trust him he is aware that no let's not just kind of go let's just have a good time and just let's actually sort of try and really really mm. have a go at going deep in a tournament mm. as he already has done uh, and uh, and in doing that you have to just nice and easy you know let, let's, let's nice, and, nice and what? Nice and Yeah, exactly. I have to say, when Harry Kane collided with a post, this is obviously Mm -hmm. bruised ribs from the canal flashback. I'm like, (laughs) tournament over. This is terrible. This is bad. This is he's going to bruise a rib. 
Yeah, yeah. You can barely even. You can't. You can't do anything with bruised ribs. No. Oh dear. Well, uh, we should we should mention Jude Jude Bellingham came on, broke Michael Owen's record, and becoming yeah. the youngest ever player to feature at a major tournament. Mm. Get a load of yeah, that. He's only on for eight minutes. Yeah, he there. did a lot as well. Yeah. yeah. Love that. I love that. Also love the fact that apparently at uh, Wembley Park Tube Station, which is the one next to Wembley, funnily enough, uh, John Motson was doing the tube announcements. I like it. I assume that was pre-recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have Mossy in the uh, in the office just yet. <laughs> Two minutes delay. Um, he just loves it. He just loves announcing. He'll announce anything. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So uh, more of that, Motti. Mm-hmm. Just a couple of more games at Wembley um, in the group stages for England, at least. Um, so there we are. So look, good start. Get the job done. Yeah. Clean sheet. Lovely old job. Sets us up nice. If you're a bit disappointed, don't be. That's a good, solid start. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm. it, I'm, I'm delighted with that. I think you forget what a dagger to the heart conceding a goal is in a tournament yeah. because there's so much pressure. You know, mm. you, you, if it all goes badly, there's not another one for two years and you're not even guaranteed to be there. And exactly. I'm really glad that we avoided that pain, that sense of panic that like, yeah. oh, what if it all goes wrong? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a perfect start. Everyone Indeed, just yeah. chill well, yeah? Yeah, absolutely right. And England didn't look like conceding, which was good. Mm. Excellent stuff. And before we get to uh, a, a break, um, we love England, obviously. Great win, blah, blah, blah. But... It genuinely pales into insignificance when you think about what happened with Christian Eriksen and it has been confirmed that he suffered a cardiac arrest arrest uh, when he collapsed in, in, in the game against Finland of course but uh, some of you will have seen um, the statement via his agent that Eriksen says thank you I won't give up I feel better now but I want to understand what's happened I want to say thank you for all you did for me he's recovering in hospital said to be in a good mood even made a little joke apparently and said you know I think some of you are feeling worse than I am sort of thing so <laughs> very good news very after good. an incredibly Crap, emotional day uh, for everybody um, uh, on on, on the Saturday so good uh, hopefully um, he will uh, continue to recover well in hospital there we are alright let's have a quick break everybody hello I am Sven Goran Eriksson and you are listening to the Football Ramble there he is, everybody. Nice. And he is right once again. You are listening to the Football Ramble. Now it's time for Betways 4 to score across the Euros this summer. There is £250,000 up for grabs across five rounds of four to score. And it's completely free to play. Just pick the first goal score in each of Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win £50,000 each round. Make sure your submissions are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply today. It's round one. Game one was Wales versus Switzerland. That was last Saturday. I picked Gareth Bale. The result was Briel Embolo, of course, got that one wrong. Game two, Belgium versus Russia on the Saturday. Andy picked Romelu Lukaku. That was an easy one. He got it right. <laughs> Uh, game three, England versus Croatia, obviously yesterday on the Sunday. Pete, you picked Marcus Rashford. It was Raheem mm. Sterling, of course. It was actually my dog that picked it, so you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah, not. Dog your advised. Uh, <laughs> and game four, Netherlands versus Ukraine. Luke picked Roman Yeremchuk, and the result was Jorginho Wijnaldum last uh, last night's Good game, finish. of course. So it was, yeah, yeah. So one out of four. We're, we're, it ain't bad. I would say not a bad off, start. I would say we're off the mark, but that's not how it works. <laughs> uh, Room so, for improvement. Exactly, yes, of course. Uh, make sure your selections, as I say, are submitted before the first game for the season's apply. You've got to be over 18 uh, to get involved and do gamble responsibly. For more information on that, head to begambleaware.org. We'll be back for the second round of four to score later this week. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for emails. Matty Baker, 
I do love you. <laughs> uh, got an email from... Uh, I'm, I'm going to jump in. Uh, James, yeah. James DeCothy. Uh, hi, I'll just thought it was worth noting that England win uh, their first ever opening Euros game and the England band are absence. Coincident? Uh, sorry. <laughs> I mixed that up, didn't I? The England band were absent. England have won. Uh, coincidence? I think not. Oh. Mm. How... D- how does it work? Could one of the England band got tickets, got to get tickets, and then he could just do a little bit of it, like his bit? Like yeah. he could have the big drum. Have they, I don't know. Have are they are the drums covered? Instruments yeah. going in? Right. Oh, I, yeah, because you, blo- you wouldn't be able to go with the. Yeah. Yes, of course. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Let's that, hope they're it. never allowed back. True. We had a boogie. I hate them. We had a boogie <laughs> to I the England them. band, Jim. You were there I in was. Kiev when yep. England won. You know? I stand by my feelings. Do you regret that? What you, do you regret your actions in <laughs> Kiev? <laughs> I can't remember them, yeah. so I don't know. You should have said which ones. <laughs> Jim, you've got Clearly to be... he remembers something I don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, we appreciate that very much. Uh, show at footballramble.com or mm. tweet us at footballramble. Now, gentlemen, perhaps the game of the tournament was the Netherlands beating Ukraine... 3-2, the first ever game in the history of the Euros to see five goals in the second half when it was nil-nil at half-time. <laughs> There's a stat attack. Jim, the, the the kits, the orange on the grass, it just pops, doesn't oh, it, baby? It does pop. The blue as well was a nice contrast. It was a great kit clash. Yeah. As we say, you want the kits to clash. A lot of yellow in the crowd as well. Yes. So you had that going on. And also to the background sounds. Mm. Of uh, of Clive Tilsey and Ali McCoy. Yeah. What an evening. Lovely to hear Clive. Oh, and Nathan Ake as well. Because because yeah. he's got the the, the dreadlocks of Rude Hullet and he's kind of got similar eyes as well. Yeah. That for an old man like me, that ticks a lot of boxes. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is lovely. Set up the, this the, is lovely. Set up the third goal. Very well. comforting. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was Andrei Shevchenko wearing a BT branded tie? <laughs> did, yeah, I don't. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he was, but it was. It yeah, was like, it was like he'd <laughs> lost his luggage and like someone in the home. hotel had a corporate freebie they could lend him. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Still looks quite young. Uh, he does. Mm. Get him on for the second half next mm. time. It's interesting, isn't it? Your boss is the all-time top scorer for your country. He's got to be a bit of a... It's yeah. intimidating. Well, in the same way, uh, with I, I love the fact with Italy... Mancini, Viali on the bench, and yeah. Lombardo. Yeah. The Sampdoria so connection good. in the early nineties, like they were the only Sampdoria side ever to win Serie A. Yeah, uh, reached the European Cup final. Like it's it's wonderful. I was mm. thinking, is there an English? Is there an English equivalent of that? And then I started. I, oh, I don't know. And then I was like, would it be like Lampard managing England with John Terry and Ashley Cole? And I thought. Yeah, like, let's just enjoy let's what just we've enjoy got. Now. What we got yeah. 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 <laughs> it's probably what put off uh, Depay in the first sort of couple of minutes. That run that he did, he took he nutmegged on the players. Oh yeah. Oh man, that deserved a goal. Grealish esque. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. A lot I, of it about. It was uh, Denzel Dumfries, um, is a name we all know and love now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he got that winner because he did miss a sitter, didn't he? He did. Header. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was nowhere near. I don't know no, was... it was. I mean, he's a he's a wing back, though, isn't he? So do you. Oh, so he, so, so he so can't dive the ball. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> didn't you get the memo? <laughs> he's got no sense of direction. Yeah. No, you're right. What am I talking about? <laughs> yeah, he should have scored twice. Right. <laughs> the mug. Uh, yeah, indeed. Appar- apparently, uh, a plane was circling over the Netherlands uh, training camp recently with the words, Frank, just play 4 3 3. Do you know what? I'm really enjoying this because. Um, you can't bow to a plane, can you? Well, if. Not necessarily, Jim, but if if the plane's got a point, because often planes. <laughs> Change, Diane. Yeah, often planes flying banners have been quite crap 
Yeah, in, you know, to understate it exactly. Somewhat. Whereas now they're offering tactical advice, yeah. which I think is a lovely <laughs> change of direction for the plain banner fill, community. Fill the box with the tap-minded players. <laughs> <laughs> attack, 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 attack! I'd love one one day to just say, Neow. yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be very, very good. But it was it was a really good game. This one, it was very, very entertaining. Uh, I think we could all agree. And it was it was a, a funny one because. The, the, the Dutch you know, scored three goals, and the way that they, they scored when they went two 0 up, they looked in control, mm. and they looked like they were going to create more and go on. And then Yarmolenko thought, you know what, I might just, I might just curl one into the top corner. Really, yeah, that was lovely. Just, yeah, just, just enough little... lift to take it over the keeper. It was beautiful. Yeah, goal yeah. of the tournament so mm. far, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, or Austria's first one. We'll come on to that. Yeah, that was that was lovely as well. Uh, but it was but, uh, the Dutch are interesting. If, if, if De Jong was on um, ITV uh, punditry. What with, a cool man! Oh my goodness. Oh my God! Hollywood beckons for Absolutely. a man. If you look like that, especially yeah, with the blazer and a t-shirt combo, which you wouldn't say the same about uh, what's his name, the Croatia manager. Um, <laughs> uh, he looked fantastic, but he was in between Roy Keane and Gary Neville. Tough first gig. <laughs> he loved it though didn't he because yeah. apparently Roy Keane was absolutely hammering the way the Dutch were playing in the second half and Nigel Young went oh I'd, I'd love to come back especially if it was the same setup. do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you yeah. thought you were a fighter on the pitch and you're a fighter as a yeah. pundit absolutely love it but but there were interesting comments from some of those players I mean De Jong was obviously made up you know you win your first game uh, and after being pegged back 2-0 down you, you win 3-2 you're quite relieved but, you know, they did look a bit scatty, the Dutch, Jim. Mm, yeah. the, you know, the formation and so on. I know that's a good win, a bit of home advantage and so on, but it's slight cause for concern. I mean, Neville just went, they're not going to go far in this tournament. I think he might be right. I mean, I think they'll, they'll probably win their group. They've got, they've got enough there uh, to do that. I think the quality of this game was a lot higher than the Austria-North Macedonian one, which we'll mm-hmm. come on to. And there was, I guess, similar games in terms of being fairly open. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think... You know when they let when they let that lead slip when the, the moment they come up against someone who's a bit cannier mm-hmm. who can shut them out yeah. they'll struggle. I think they might fall apart quite badly if they get a real test. Actually, yeah, I think you might be right there. I think um, because if you look at the two goals Ukraine conceded, the first one it's a bit sloppy and it wasn't great. You know, you, it's, it's a poor one to concede, and the second one definitely. Yeah. I understand there was perhaps there was maybe a foul uh, in in the build up. VAR didn't. Didn't give it. Although we, I think we quite enjoyed the lack of VAR. Yeah, it's so been far. good, hasn't it? It's been implemented well. Wales have certainly enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> offside. Yeah. yeah. Can we not have <laughs> Robbie Savage on the Cocoms again? This I, yeah, I um. McCoist was I just don't the tonic. Have any say in that, Marcus? <laughs> McCoist I, was just the tonic though for the yeah. next day. You know. I think for I think for Welsh fans though, when he when he does the the, the Wales games. <laughs> Some will enjoy they, it. Well, I think they sort of regard him. He's an idiot, but he's our idiot. Kind yeah, of thing, fair enough. Which fair I think enough. is fair. Maybe I'm being a bit. Remember harsh. when he was like uh, after the match um, where they beat the Belgians? They uh, he just turned up absolutely. Yeah, no, but he was actually quite good that night on Cocoms when they yes. beat Belgium in 2016. To be fair to him, mm. I mean, he came up with a couple of nice lines. He, did, I mean, all right, look, it's the tournament. Enjoy yourself. But like on yeah, BBC absolutely. News, so going if if. If Messi does that, it's on retreat yeah. centers on a throat, bless him. Yeah, indeed, <laughs> indeed. But, you know, the, the, going back to the Dutch, you know, a win's a win's a win, as uh, mm. I think it was Brian Clough once said. But the Ukraine, I, th- I expect a bit more from them. Um, they'll be disappointed, as I say, sloppy goals, fought their way back into it. And even that third one, the goalkeeper. Yeah. And you saw Zinchenko, who he was Dumfries's man, or the other way around, how annoyed he was. Mm. Um, that Okay, Dumfries, I think, is a bigger guy and so on, but... Mm. Yeah, I, they'll be very disappointed with yeah. that. But... I did enjoy, sorry, Marcus, I mm-hmm. did enjoy when Yaramchuk scored 
him kissing the camera oh, yeah. and the lip oh. print staying on there. I hope it's not one of those lenses though that you know, well, that, didn't... that's it. Yeah, I th- I wouldn't have thought so. Maybe it was the was the rugby player with the permanent with marker. The permanent marker, yeah, that yeah. was like a twenty grand lens, wasn't it? It, w- it would be an expensive lens, but I imagine there's a protective film as well. Yes, yes. mind how you go with the lenses, the lenses. I just feel tournaments after a little while. Those are the moments you're kind of looking for the moments that are going to be in the recap bit at the end. Yeah. You know oh I mean? yeah, that, the kissing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. The tournaments start to get like a personality and a character of their own after a little while. And mm. I think having a game as good as this, this mm-hmm. early on, is a, is a great thing. And hopefully mm. we'll get more. Absolutely mm. right, uh, gentlemen. The, the 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 last game that we haven't talked about was Austria beating North Macedonia three uh, one. Goran Pandev getting a goal, becoming the <laughs> second oldest player ever to score at the Euros. I mean, come, that was just can written you, in the stars well, that you Pandev imagine, was going to score. Yeah, and it was you know tidy finish, I guess, <laughs> a bit of an opportunist. It would have been a poor miss had he not it would have been. Yeah, but um, the I think um, it would be nice like for him to sort of, to hear what he's like. He comes to the field, he's like, oh, did did uh, the commentators like love my performance? Like, they just talk about how old you were to be honest. With yeah. <laughs> Did you justify your inclusion? Yeah. Uh, I think he, did. he is an absolute. He looks like the type of man who you wouldn't want to meet in a dark alley. No, um, and or, or defend against perhaps would be yeah. maybe a better or a fairer, better analogy. Sasa Kalajic, he frightens me. Yeah. He's just so long. Mm. He's six foot seven. There's a, a lot of it about. Um, yeah, but Vekhorst as well. And like, obviously, he's Kiefer so Moore, Juba. There's a lot of absolute monsters yeah. in this oh, tournament. It makes wow. you worry for the future of European basketball because they're all playing football now. That is true. That is very, very true. <laughs> Goran Pandev, uh, to tap into this sort of thing about how old he is, even though he's younger than all of us. Um, Richard Jolly <laughs> pointed out on, on Twitter that he's played an international against David Seaman, who's now 58 years old. Wow. <laughs> I like so that's that a, lot. a lovely one. Uh, but great win for Austria, though. First ever European Championship win. I mean, they've. It's funny, actually, because, you know, we've seen Austria play in tournaments and whatnot, but they, they really don't have a good record in, no. in sort of recent years. Uh, I mean, they've reached a, what would it be, semi final back in the 30s, something like that. But, mm. you know, it's, it's been a while, uh, and they don't <laughs> win a lot of games at major tournaments. So they were they were the sort of the hipster's choice in 2016. I may have fell for that as well. I can't yeah, quite I remember. Probably all did. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, but they've got a win, and it's a big win. And when you see a stat like that, you think to yourself, well, but they were playing North Macedonia in their first mm. tournament. Should be, well, actually, no, these boys haven't won won a European Championship game in their in their history. So yeah. actually it's a, it is a huge win and what a way to 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 start your scoring off with a with a delightful oh, passing volley. It was it was great, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, it was actually a pretty good game. Again, as as we touched on it, it was quite open. Um and the ball from Alaba for yeah. the for Austria's second. Yeah, that was a nice that one. Was an absolute peach. Like yeah. you can see that he's and I'm just a cut above. Indeed, yeah. Marco and Altovic uh, scored the third and it was sort of Timori Ketspire-esque beat of the celebration. Yeah, he was he was shouting some stuff, um, yeah. which may or may not be problematic. We'll find out in yeah, the future, we, we, no doubt. Yeah, indeed. But I just like <laughs> Alaba trying to shut his mouth yeah. because he was uh, using and, certain spicy language. Yeah. If you missed it, trying to physically shut his mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was interesting that Franco Fodder, the Austria manager, said, with Marco in preparation, he was injured. Didn't train that much, and that's why I decided to bring him on later. This week he trained with us more, but I don't know if we want to start him or play him uh, for 60, 70 minutes, the players see it in a different way. <laughs> Does he mean Marco Arnautovic sees it in a different yeah. way, perhaps? He seemed to sort of, as I say, there was a lot going on in that celebration and we'll, mm. we'll leave that alone, but he certainly seemed sort of annoyed and fired up, which is usually a, a deadly combination, but a great win for Austria nonetheless. Mm. Um, so there we are. Uh, today, Scotland uh, faced the Czech Republic. That, that may be underway by the time you're you're listening to this, depending on uh, when you've cl- clicked play. Uh, Poland uh, versus Slovakia and Spain versus Sweden. So, 
Another round, three games in a day. Don't miss any of them. This Love happens it. so rarely. Yes. <laughs> you sort of go, oh, it's too much football. And then you're like, I, th- I can't think we're kind of used to having a lot of football mm. uh, every day because uh, of the pandemic and, and, the, and the, the squeezed Premier mm-hmm. League season. But I think with, with this, you're like, when it goes to two... And then when it goes to zero, yeah, yeah. in between the rounds, you're like, oh, I don't yeah. like this. We're losing this tournament. <laughs> I know what you mean. Uh, before we go, a big announcement. Thanks to our friends at Toshiba, we'll be giving away a 65-inch television every Friday throughout huge. the Euros <laughs> over on our Patreon. <laughs> you need to be a UK resident and signed up to our Patreon to enter. So head over to patreon.com forward slash football ramble to get involved. We'll be doing a giveaway every Friday and signing up for a higher tier on the Patreon increases your chances of winning. Lovely stuff. Mm. On tomorrow's show, Kate, Vish and Pete. Vish is back from Scotland. He is. Ooh. How about that? He's, uh, he, he flew he's, up, didn't he? He's up there right now. He flew always, up during, the, flew during up the England game. <laughs> uh, but he's up there covering uh, Scotland versus Czech Republic. But it will be a pleasure to have him Beautiful. back on the pod. All right, everybody. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, England are off to a, a flyer. Damn it all. It was a flyer. Yes, yeah, a 1-0 flyer. Excellent job. Uh, thank you very much, Jim. Thank you. Thank you, Pete. How are we going to come second to this? Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See you soon. Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.